Welcome to the Vici Mundum Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. Who's driving this? Let's go. Let's get it started. Okay. I'm not driving. You just drove a very long way. I did. I just drove from Richmond. Oh, nice. When did you actually finish school? I finished school up on, uh, I don't remember the date. It was like the 14th or 15th of December. Whatever that weekend. Oh, that's right. Right before my brother's wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't have a Saturday final, did you? Because those are the worst. No, thank God, no. I was done on Thursday, and then I went to a Dave Matthews Band concert that night, which was a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) He wakes up in the morning. There you go. <laughs> I love Dave. I, I used to go to a bunch of Dave Matthews band concerts, like when I was in high school. Isn't he a uh, Virginia Beach native? Uh, he was. Well, he's from South Africa, but oh, he uh, the right. band started in Charlottesville. Charlottesville, right? Because his print shop is there, and my cousins right, right. used to work at the print shop for all of his T-shirts and dude, all that stuff. So they met Dave. I don't. I think they did at times, but it, you know, I don't think they saw him as often as you would think. They were just I, man, busy, busy printing shirts. I love Dave Matthews. It's great. Wow. There it is. There, it's out there, world. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> loves it. Hey, listen, before we get started, I just want to say a big thank you to Catholic Stuff You Should Know podcast. Um, check them out if you haven't already. They gave us a shout out. Uh, also, Kathy Walsh. Big shout out mm. to you, Kathy. She sent them cookies and said, hey, check out the Vici Mundum show. So. She bribed them with cookies. She bribed them with cookies. <laughs> so just you know, just a, a word uh, to our listeners. We can also be bribed by cookies. <laughs> it's, it is true. We're at 100 Harpersville Road, Newport <laughs> News, Virginia. <laughs> just send them on down. <laughs> uh, Chocolate chip probably my favorite. All right, let's get started. Well, I think I – think, uh, I think that's perfect to start with talking about cookies, honestly. Talking about cookies? Yeah, let's hear it. I've had a lot of cookies to eat. Well, let's so, do some introductions Yeah, first. yeah, so Intro. go ahead, Austin. All right, so Ken just sub- slightly introduced me. Austin Farenhold here. We also have Anthony Ferguson in the flesh back from school. And <laughs> Ken White is yeah. here. And we are, we are trying to get this last recording in before we take a little post-Christmas break. Um, the shows will still be live, but we won't be in the office as much. So, uh, Ken, it sounded like you were going to take us somewhere with this idea of cookies. Yeah, I got to. I got to talk. Resolution. I got to talk about my New Year's resolution. So, I have been eating so wonderfully and so poorly for my health in the last few weeks. So wonderfully uh, for your wonderfully taste buds? as in your taste buds are happy and stomach feels fulfilled. And love it, love it, all the cookies, all the treats, all the time. But now I am realizing that it is the worst thing for my health imaginable. So yeah, you, my you, – You do look like you've been packing on a few. Yeah? Does it look that no, way? I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know, usually you pack on the dad weight when the baby comes. So when Max came, I packed on a few pounds and was able to get him off within like six months or something. But oh, yeah. we'll see if baby number two brings the same. Hopefully not though because my resolution is to eat healthy – in 2019, eat healthier because I have had some bad habits formed as far as the amount of sweets that have been available to me. This is great. I love that this is your resolution because we can talk about it in terms of what we – so we brought up uh, resolutions beforehand. and uh, one Wait, of beforehand? The, what do you mean? Before hitting the record button. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Just kind of tossing around like a few concepts. And one of the things we talked about were smart goals. So mm-hmm. I think – smart. What does that mean? SMART is an acronym. Okay. 
What does that mean? The S means specific. Okay. M means measurable. A means assignable. R means realistic. And T stands for time-based. So Okay. So, Ken, how how is that resolution smart? Oh, it's not at all. (laughs) When you break it down with that acronym, boy, there's nothing about it. It's not specific. I'm going to be healthy in 2019. It's definitely not time based, except that I'm I'm giving, yeah, Yeah. I'm giving, I'm giving it a whole year. I tried. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I had good intention, right? Isn't that isn't that what it what counts? Well, we're measurable. Yeah, there's nothing measurable about it. Healthy. What is that? Well, you said healthier. I mean, what are you comparing it to? Yeah, that's true. That's true. If I eat five less cookies, I'm healthier. Than I am currently. Than when you ate five more cookies. Right. Then when I ate 15 cookies, I'm now healthier because I'm only eating 10. Do you see? Yeah. So, no, it fails, I think, pretty much every test. It's not realistic to think that I'll never eat a cookie again. I mean... Yeah, we just ask people to send us cookies. Right. Yeah, there's not... I mean, cookies are going to present themselves. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to be around. And my wife makes incredible cookies, so it's going to happen. Right, and I'm going to eat more cookies eventually, so it's not realistic. And what was the uh, time based? You no, I got that one. What was A? Assignable. Assignable. It, it wants to be assignable to individuals or groups. So, so who basically? So you got that one. It's I got that one. I can I can be healthier That's for you. But the time based is a little vague. 2019. So I could start um, 2019 November 2019. That's true. And I will have done my goal. Yeah, that's my great. resolution. So basically, the whole thing falls falls apart. Thank you, Austin. You're welcome for your little smart goal. Yep. So I'm smart, Austin. Do you have a, a resolution? I don't. Twenty nineteen. I don't. I don't mess around. With <laughs> <laughs> I've got a resolution. Let's hear it. My resolution is to get ordained. Get ordained. <laughs> oh, I hey. thought you started saying get her done. I was like that. No, what? That, get that is, ordained. Yeah, nice. I, so I want to make a T-shirt. That's like get her done, but instead of get her done, it's like <laughs> it's get her dained, and it's it's for seminarians and priests and stuff. Please do that would be fantastic. Uh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, and then we'll put a Vici Mundo logo <clears throat> right there on the back. Well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so that's actually something that that will happen. That's right? what I mean, is God willing. Yeah, get ordained a deacon. Yeah, um, measurable. It's measurable. Either I'm ordained or I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Either the bishop's hands put up, go on my head or not. Uh, it is assignable. Assignable because well, it's you. I'm being called. Hopefully, God willing. Uh, realistic. Well, you have been in seminary for a while. I, I guess so. It yeah. would be realistic that and you and time be based. Ordained. There's like 150 days or so left. So, yeah. dude. Yeah, you got it. Well, so I thought one thing we could talk about with resolutions because it's you know it's always all over the place, and so everywhere you turn around, every podcast that comes out is going to be like resolutions. So I thought, well, how can we put a little bit different spin on this? And my thought was, resolutions are actually important when it comes to prayer life. Absolutely, we have to make resolutions with God, like kind of, kind of. Ripping on Ken a little bit. I love you, Ken. But no, if, go for it. To say I, I want to eat healthier, you know, if we go into prayer life and say I'd like to be holier, like is that actually, you know, what is what does that look like? Yeah. So, what are your all's thoughts about resolutions and <clears throat> prayer? I think um, when I think resolution, I think that the one of the biggest problems. This is just you know personal thoughts on the matter. I think one of the biggest problems with, with resolu- New Year's resolutions is it's sort of like, this is it. This is the time. Come January 1st, boy, I'm changing. Um, and if it's right now, what is it, December 20, 21st, 22nd? Um, 
21st. 21st, December 21st. Like my resolution should be today. Hmm. My, my, my resolution to be, to be healthier in all the, you know, in achievable ways, smart ways, um, should be today, not waiting until January 1st. Why is this such a magic day? Because then on January 1st, if I fail because I'm at a new year's party and those cookies look really, really good. Now it's over. My whole my whole resolution is done after a year. Starts on the second. It starts on the second. Right. So, but my but my point is is sometimes there's this like sort of arbitrary pressure that's placed on that, and I think especially when it comes to our prayer lives, it shouldn't be something that's coming, that's up and coming. It should be today. Have you prayed today? Hmm. Then your resolution should be to work on your on your life, on your spiritual life today. Yeah. Right. And definitely not a vague get holier because, I mean, you guys can talk more to that, but that's, you know, where, what does that mean? Um, but, but definitely it needs to be a today thing, not a January 1st thing, not a, you know, when this feast day comes, I'm going to get serious or this Lent, this is going to be at Lent is going to be my time, right? Like if it, if, if it's time to get holy now. Yeah. Well, like when you guys said that this was going to be the topic we'd talk about, um, I started to think about. Well, how do you come up with a resolution? Hmm. Like, because that's really integral to all of this is how do you decide what you're going to resolve to do? And a couple of things came to mind. Number one, you have to be already in conversation with the Lord to find out what he would like from you. You can't just pull something out of like thin air and act like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. It's like without any kind of confirmation from the Lord that this is what he actually wants you to do. Right. You should ask him like, Lord, what? What do I need to do? Like, how can I love you better? How can I serve the people in my life better? What am I missing that, that in your love and in your mercy, you're helping me to see that I need to do more of? Hmm. You know, what do I need to change? And, and sometimes I think the problem with a lot of New Year's resolutions is that we just think we know better. And so we just come up with something that, that we define, right? That we say, like, this is what I have to do. But Really, is that what the Lord wants? And that should be our first question in every every act of discernment in our life. Is this what God actually wants me to do? Consult him first because he's a person who wants to speak with you and will actually share with you his thoughts. Yes. So we had a, uh, a small group uh, meeting recently. I was, I was in a small group uh, of people, and this guy was telling some of his story, and he, you know, he just got to a bad place, bad place in life. Um, and, uh, without divulging any details, but he had this awesome line where he said, you know, I was about as low as I could go. And I realized this is where my best thinking has got me. What? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I wrote down that quote after he said it. I'm like, my best thinking got me here. Mm. Like, and I think that is exactly what you're talking about. Like if we decide what's going to make me better, what's going to, what's going to like make me grow in holiness or healthier. And we decide that on our own, man, it's easy to be deceived and to end up in a really bad place. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I don't think, <clears throat> I don't think it means that we don't use our reason and we don't use prudence. Right. I think, I think what it means is first we go to Christ. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Like if our life, if my life is steeped in Christ, like if I am, if, if I'm spending time with our Lord and building, truly building a relationship with him, then my reason is going to be enlightened by his grace. Yes. Right? And so I'm going to be able to say, you know what? It's not so much the cookies. It's the fact that I never eat salads. <laughs> right? Or, or, And I'm getting specific there. Or maybe it's not even the cookies at all. Maybe it's the fact that 
um, when I see food, I eat it. Mm. Right. And I need to just not be snacking every time I see something that looks tasty, you know, or, or maybe it's not even that maybe I just need to be fasting more so that I learn to separate and it can make that decision more clearly. Right. But it's like, it's, it, it's not that we throw our reason out. It's that God will enlighten that reason as we're focused on a relationship with him. Because mm-hmm. he says, lean not on your own understanding. Right. So it's, it's his gift of understanding that then we lean on when we engage that and when we spend time talking with him. I think kind of an important part also is, uh, is a daily examine. This really helps, I think, with, uh, with resolution making. Um, if at the end of the day, I, I mean, I've read where some people will do it up to three times a day um, or more, but, you know, at least once a day, I find the evenings easier, um, is to sit down and just reflect on your day and say, where was I, Matthew Kelly says this great, you know, at what point during the day was I the best version of myself? And at what point was I not the best version of myself? Um, and, uh, and so you can kind of take that same idea, like where, where throughout the day did I glorify God and where throughout the day did I fall short of that? Um, so it's, you know, you don't just want to go into it and just, uh, what are all the sins I did, but like, how, how did, how was my relationship with God throughout the day today? And then thinking, okay, you know, today I, I, I was short with my wife. I, you know, I uh, was ungrateful. Those were some things where I, I fell short of loving God in the way he wants me to. So tomorrow I will do blank, yes. you know. And that act of humility is so important to be like, okay, these, these are true facts about me. These are mm-hmm. where I succeeded. These are the places where I failed. And from that information, that data, you know, it, it, it can be good. It can be bad. But just from that data, it gives you a place to resolve again, to choose God again, right? Because I think one of the <laughs> – we kind of alluded to this already – is that one of the dangers of New Year's resolutions, as we all know because we've all failed at them, is that we come up with these great ideas. We're like, oh, this is going to change my life. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to be a new person in 2000 blank, you know, or 19 blank, whatever. Um, <laughs> 19. Maybe you gave up in the 1900s. <laughs> But uh, inevitably, it comes a day where you just screw up and you're like, this is stupid. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm too weak. I'm not good enough. Like, I'll try again next year. And I think that the good thing about our God, because he is so merciful and, and so unconditional in his love, is that we don't have to give up. <laughs> like, yeah. Just because you screw up once doesn't mean you have to give up and throw in the towel. Like, he's like, okay, like, just... Try again. That's all. You know, that's half of our faith is just picking ourselves up and trying again. In fact, I I have a quote here from – this is from Father Gabriel of St. Mary Magdalene. So he wrote this book called Divine Intimacy, which I've referenced a couple times already on the podcast in the past. This is your last time. I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) he says that – Basically, he's kind of referring to the fact that we're weak, that we should not be surprised when we don't follow through with our resolutions because we're fallen and we're not completely uh, there yet. And he says – he kind of talks about it in terms of perseverance. So he says, this is the perseverance to which we should all attain because it depends on our goodwill in the sense that God has infused this virtue in our soul. So God is the one that's helping us to persevere in the first place. It is not in our power to free ourselves from this instability 
of our nature. It's not within our power to free ourselves from the instability, like falling short all the time, you know, not meeting our resolutions perfectly. And therefore, we cannot avoid every slackening in virtue, every negligence, weakness, or fault. But it is within our power to correct ourselves as soon as we perceive that we have failed. This is the kind of perseverance that God demands of us. And when we practice it faithfully and are always prompt in rising after each fall, he will crown our efforts by granting us the supreme grace of final perseverance. It's all perseverance, man. Perseverance. Getting back up after you've already fallen, right? Yeah. That's, it's not about being perfect. It's about how you, how you persevere through the fall. Yeah. And I would say that's being perfect. Like perseverance, like saying like, Lord, this is who I am being honest about that saying like not trying to turn yourself into something you really aren't, but also not like limiting yourself because God's grace is going to raise you up and is going to elevate you to something beautiful to a saint. If you let yourself, if you let, if you let God do it, he's going to make you a saint. Uh, but just being honest is, is part of being perfect. I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's, it, I mean, I love that it's, it's, he talks about it's the virtue that God gives you because there is that element of um, sometimes I like even in prayer, you know, if, if there's some resolution, I follow it with, I can't do that. You know, Lord, I can't do this. So I need your help. If this is the resolution that seems to be coming in front of me, like I, you know, I, I'm not patient with my kids sometimes. I can't do this on my own tomorrow. I need to be more patient with my kids, but I can't do that. So Will you please help me? I mean, that's like, that's a game changer, at least in my life, to start mm-hmm. saying uh, after after resolutions, but I know I can't actually do this, so help me. Help me, God. That's a big, big change. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> I also think about, so we're talking about resolution, but what comes before resolution? It comes prayer. And there has to be, and it's a grace, right? It's grace given by God, even for us to pray. Like the Holy Spirit gives us words. And so if we... If we want to to change and become more like Christ and have these resolutions and know what it is that God wants for us to do, we have to pray. So there is an element <clears> – <throat> excuse me. There is an element of like, okay, so what do I do? <clears throat> like do I just wait around to get zapped and then I suddenly have a bunch of resolutions? No, there is an element of <clears throat> you have to turn yourself over to God. And that actually is – that I, I would say that's that's an action towards prayer. So, so there is a certain amount of resolve, I think, that God gives us, gives us the grace to do, which is to pray, <clears throat> and we have to show up for prayer, like whatever that means. If that means you're you're deciding that, you know, for ten minutes a day you're going to spend time with the Lord, um, in quiet, or if it means for fifteen minutes a day you're going to read Scripture, right? Like there has to be that movement has to take place before any other resolution happens. Mm-hmm. Like so. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say I can give an example of that this morning. Um, I actually kind of uh, went through that process that you're talking about. And I I was praying with our Lord and just thinking about like, you know, kind of desiring – in the same way you were desire, you desire to be healthy in 2019. You know, it's just in prayer, in quiet, and just saying, Lord, I, I want to love more. You know, I want to I be a better person. Um, and so this idea kind of occurred to me. Like, hey, why don't you try, you know, it's like a, a, a specific, almost like a smart goal just kind of occurred to me of like, try doing this one little activity. Like, try to remember me every hour, you know, something really simple. Um, 
and uh, and then like I just felt at peace with that idea. I'm like, oh, that's great. I can do that. But then one of my things I like to do, and I think this is a temptation. Um, there's like the temptation to just fail, but then there's a the temptation. I love big ideas to say, well, if I can, if I can do that a little bit, I could do it a whole lot more, you know? So like, if I can, if I can do like just this one small thing, uh, why not make it like, you know, 15 minutes every hour today, like just be focused on him. And like, and it, you know, I'll make it bigger and bigger and bigger to the point that it is not realistic and not attainable. Mm. Um, and so I think with resolutions too, there is, uh, there is an element of it being little by little, like our Lord doesn't typically doesn't call you to make a massive change. Like, you know, come the new year, you must be a, a, a super, superhuman. Like it's, no, it's usually, Hey, this morning, why don't we try something a little bit, a little bit more, you know? And then even if you fail the next morning, let's try that again, mm-hmm. you know? Or let's take a step back, and sometimes let's take a step forward. But I think so. I think it's important for us to walk with our Lord, not in front of Him, not behind Him, mm-hmm. but just to walk with Him as He guides us to holiness. Yeah. So I have this quote <clears throat> from Saint Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, which I really, really strikes me, and um, it's very challenging. She says, "Let go of your plans. The first hour of your morning belongs to God." Mm. Right. And that's, and, and that, like, I think kind of, you know, encapsulates what we're talking about. Right. Let go of your plans, your resolutions. Ken White, your resolution to be healthy, let go of it. Mm. Your first hour belongs to God. Right. And so it's, it's not about like all of these resolutions are good and, and, and the desire to perfect our, you know, to become perfect is, is something that is, that is good. The desire to become more like Christ and also work on these bad habits that we might have. But really, our, our job as creatures of God is to show up in prayer, and God will do the rest, right? That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the direction comes, and then the resolutions come. But I think it flows from that prayer, from that relationship, right? And maybe you can't give your first hour of the day to God. Maybe that's, you know, I would challenge you to try to work towards that, right? But maybe that's not realistic. But the first moments of your day should be God's. And then, and then let, let him guide that. I, my, um, Carla, my coworker, and I sometimes will do this – we'll challenge each other or talk about having a day where we don't have a to-do list, <laughs> where we just like let God decide how the day plays out, like what ends up being important. And it's really kind of scary to do that um, because you're like, well, I have all these things I got to get done. But then it's amazing to watch how like – people show up that need that that need your you know need Christ that day or or like something you didn't think was that important now passes in front of your desk and it actually becomes the major thing that needed to get done you know whatever it is it's just sort of like like handing that over and letting god make plans and you just being there to receive i think um so i think if anyone i guess is is wondering like well if i'm supposed to give up all resolutions what am i supposed to do well Pray. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Spend time in prayer with God, whatever you, you can give. When, when, when do you have your meeting? Do we have enough time for me to bring up a Bible story? Yeah, bring it up. All right. So as we've been talking about all this stuff, um, one of the biggest resolutions in Scripture comes to mind, um, a story of resolution that ended up like being a total fail. Uh, <laughs> it's like when St. Peter tells Jesus, like, yes. Lord, I will die for you. 
I will do everything for you. I'm going to be awesome for you, Jesus. Don't don't you worry. I'm going to I'm going to go to the cross with you. Basically, is what he says. And what does he do when it comes time for like performance? Well, he cuts off someone's ear first. I mean, first he cuts off an ear. Okay, but like he tells the the like. The, the people asking him that he doesn't even know Jesus. Yeah. He completely abandons him. Mm. So, like, I think that when we think about resolution, we should be, we should be cautious, I think. Like, we should, be, we should be kind of cautious about making over-the-top resolutions that we know that we can't ourselves perform on. So just be, like, realistic, like we're saying, but also just take it with some caution. Know how weak you are. But then also the flip side of that, and this is really important, is to remember how strong God is. Like, don't be so tentative and so weak in your resolutions that you don't actually place your trust in the Lord, that he can actually do awesome things through you. So St. Peter's resolution, yeah, it was over the top. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Yeah, maybe he should have been more cautious. But I would argue that it was the right resolution. It's, it's right to say, I'm going to die with you, Lord. I'm going to go to death with you. I'm not going to abandon you. Yeah. And maybe the, maybe the trick was there is that he, he thought he would do it of his own yeah. abil- ability well, instead yeah. of exactly. relying on, on God. And it's that it, response when we tell our Lord something and we hear back from our Lord. Like he heard back, amen, I tell you, Peter, today you will deny me three times before the cock crows. Like, and then what does Peter keep doing? He's like, no, no, I won't. No, I won't. Like, I wouldn't I, do that. Oh, no, no, yeah, no. There's exactly. no way I would completely blow off my diet five days into 2019. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, but there is a, like, I think there's a beautiful lesson to learn there. If we can learn from Peter's mistakes, it's like, when we hear back, like, you're going to screw up. It's like, okay, I embrace that, that I will screw up. Yeah. But my heart's there. It's still going to be there. Mm. You know? Don't you think? Well, and we also have just a little bit later on, right, in the Garden of Gethsemane when the apostles fall asleep and Jesus comes out and says, you know, you should be praying for what, you know, for what's to come. The the flesh, the flesh is weak, right? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm. And so it's like we, you know, I, I, I don't think that God, um, I think, I think that God likes – like he appreciates the resolution, right? Like the desire to do the best you can. I, th- I, I think he really likes that. But it's when we think we're doing it on our own, mm-hmm. right? But it's when we turn it over and say, I really want to follow you, God. I really want to be healthy in 2019, but I am weak. And when I see that cookie, I know I'm going to eat it. So I need you. I need your grace to help me let go. Dude, Ken, I'll, I'll leave you uh, with – an epically convicting St. Jose Maria Scriba quote yes. before we end it, before we close out this podcast and, and go into Christmas mode. We, um, we, we quote him a lot. He's great. Dude. He's okay. So great. listen to this. Be definite. Don't let your resolutions be like fireworks that sparkle for a moment to leave behind as hard reality, a blackened useless stub that one throws disgustedly away. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Oh man. Yeah. So like, yeah. Don't like. Yeah. Like it. Oh, it makes a lot of noise. It it sure brightens the the sky up, but it's over in a flash, and the only thing left over is just kind of this charred little like stick that falls to the ground. So don't let your resolutions be like that. Make ones that you that you trust with the Lord. You know, like lean on Him. Make good big resolutions, but also just 
cast yourself entirely on him because he's the only reason you're going to be able to follow through. So you guys have me convicted. So now my 2019 goal is to turn my healthy habits over to the Lord and beg him to help me make him more important than all the food that I see in front of me. Dude, yes. And then, and then we'll see what 2019 brings. But I'm going to turn all of that over so that he can work in my life and work my desires according to his purposes. You got a number of the, the acronyms in there. That's pretty good. I mean, that's great. I, I'm going to keep on eating cookies. I, I like cookies. I like Oreos. Oreos are my go-to double stuff. I don't touch Oreos. <laughs> I have an addiction to Oreos. See, Folks, you know, please you know do the boundary. not send Oreos to me. You can send them to Ken and Anthony. I like Oreos. Please don't send me Oreos. It's bad. Send all the Oreos you're going to send to Austin to me. <laughs> that There's your news resolution, folks. Send all the Oreos you're you know, going to send to Austin. You know, like my family members before, my in-laws thought it was really funny to, to like when I had Oreos in front of me. I could eat two rows without even thinking and already be stuffed. That's insane. Zero control whatsoever. That was a that was a resolution. Mm. You no needed you needed God. I needed you it. needed the I grace. Need, yes, and I need to get away from Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> Double stuff. <laughs> you have a meeting to go nice. to. You know, I do. You, you, I do. Go to a meeting. So, you have to resolve to go there. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I don't want to be a firework. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we hope that your New Year's 2019 is awesome. We're going to be kicking off season three of the Beach <gasps> Wisdom so, Show very soon. Um, so get excited. We have some fun stuff planned for the future of the show. Uh, so uh, please send us um, send us an email if you want, vichimundum1633 at gmail.com. And until next time, Our Lady Mount Carmel. Pray, Pray for, for us. us. Happy New Year. <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> no, not fireworks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fireworks. They turn to black stubs. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the presenters alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia, or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. This podcast is presented to you by individuals who are not all necessarily experts in the field of discussion, but are answering the call of the new evangelization and sharing their love of Christ with you. God bless you.